Welcome. This podcast is for women who believe that laughter is the best medicine and honesty is the best policy. This is the Mel and Kel Show. Join us each week as we share real conversations in real life, as only girlfriends can do. Hi, I'm Melissa Webb. And I'm Kelly Hatcher, and together we are the Mel and Kel Show. We've been friends for a very long time, and I mean very long time. Long enough to know that life's ups and downs, well, they are best when shared with others. So join us each week as we talk about all things good and bad related to friendship, family, and everything in between. We are so excited to spend time with you. Well, hello, beautifuls, and welcome to the Mel and Kel Show. You are joining us this week on episode 130, Getting Emotionally Hijacked. That's what we're going to be talking about today. Uh, But first, I just want to say hello to my sweet friend, Kel. She and I are both kind of falling apart right now. I'm fighting a cold. I know you (laughs) sound sound like snuffleupagus. I do. (laughs) But I am getting better. It's not COVID. It's not COVID. No, there are still those good old fashioned flu bugs and colds that go around and people can still get them. Um, mine was sore throat and stomach pains and the worst is over. I'll tell you that for sure. Cause now I just have congestion and I always say when I sound worse, it's always a sign that I'm feeling better. And I know for me, I've just been overdoing it. I've just been doing too much. And then my body's like, slow down, girl, slow down. So I did. I slowed down a little bit. Good. And mine is still just stupid cancer dealing with sore throat. So yeah, it's still hanging around that sore throat, which they told her it could last for like 18 months. Yeah. He actually has been on sites where there, you know, other people with her same condition, you know, post and didn't you say somebody who's like, oh, it's been five years and I still have. Yeah. Like um, no sense of taste. Um, the saliva, like your saliva hasn't come back. I mean, stuff that you just are thinking, how can this be? Like, I mean, the doctor told me uh, this past week that working out, it's going to take me over a year to get back to where I was in October. And I'm thinking, October, November, December, January, February, March. That's five months. It's going to take me a year to get back to where I was five months ago. Like that is cuckoo craziness, but it is what it is. So I'm just going slowly and steadily and it we'll see what happens. Yeah. It's like, they just stripped you back down to nothing and you're building yourself back up to a bigger, better, more beautiful, wonderful woman. Is that what that is? That's what I'm believing. I think you need to go on some of these uh, Facebook groups and, and, and add that for me because (laughs) they're so depressing when you're on there and listening to what people say. It just, I, I, it does not fuel me. And I have to get off of those sites. They just don't help me whatsoever. Yeah. Yeah. And you know, I love that you're aware of that, Kel. Uh, and I think you and I are so similar when it comes to that. Like we're, we're there for people in their down times. We want to be the encourager for sure, but we both have our own limitation and we're very aware of that when we're like, Whoa, hold up. I need to throw in some self-care here and boost myself back up a little bit. Yeah. Um, so good to be aware. And that's, that's what we're actually going to be talking about. 
I was about to say, it's like they are trying to emotionally hijack me and I don't want to be hijacked. Just saying. I love that transition. Cal, that's awesome. Yeah. Who wants to be hijacked, right? That's just this unwillingness to be taken to a place you don't want to be. And uh, sometimes people try to take us to emotionally negative places. And if someone right now is like, really, who does that? Oh, plenty of people. There are people that are really good at manipulating other people. Really good. Give some examples. A plus, right? Yeah. So think of a time when somebody has ever taken advantage of you and they may say things that really don't sound terrible, but they make you feel terrible, or at least you think they make you feel terrible. We're going to talk about that. But here's some examples. Cal, it just makes me so sad that you just don't make more time for me. Well, that's a good one. I like that one. Yeah. Or how about this one? You know, maybe you're in a relationship and and you're not getting your way. And so a lot of times we even say it in a nice, cute, little pouty voice. You don't really love me. You Mm -hmm. you know, um, Ian's girlfriend used to say that you don't even like me anymore. Like, mm-hmm. and he's like, I love you. What are you talking about? Mm-hmm. Yeah. How about this one? Can't you just help someone else for a change? <laughs> <laughs> Ouch. That's like a mean one. It is. It really is. And, and, and you can tell you're being manipulated because somebody wants you to feel guilty for some reason. Like they really sure. want you to feel guilty. Yeah. You know, you'll get some people be like, you know, I'm just done talking to you. I'm done. Yeah. You can see that in a fight and then someone turning around and saying that and walking away and you're like, but we didn't even fix anything. Like we're in the, like it's open ended. Like, what do you mean you're done? We still have to figure this out. Yeah. And there you are hanging. They're hoping you feel terrible. Of course they are. Manipulators are striving to get this negative emotion out of us so that we act a way they want us to act. Right. And, and we're not here. Let's make this super clear right now. We're not here to say manipulators are bad people because odds are we've all done some manipulating. Right. It's a, it's a control issue. And, and we will be talking about that. So um, one last example I have, and I've had this before where people are like, you know what? We're not friends anymore. Just done, you know? And again, if it's leaving you feeling unworthy, guilty, sad, you know, then you know, ooh, I'm being manipulated. Um, But I think a big question that comes up. Can I add one though? Yeah. Oh yeah. Of course. I was just watching this show um, last night and the mom was telling the daughter, um, the daughter was a teenager and she was very emotional already. But the mom, the mom was a hag and the mom said to her, I don't know how you could be related to me. And I just thought, Ooh, Ooh, that would be really painful to hear. Like you're my mom and you're saying something that hurtful to me. Like that one got me. I was like, ah, yeah, that would stir for me feelings of unworthiness. Uh Like I'm not even worthy enough to be related to you. 
And that's why we titled this being emotionally hijacked. Like you were just living your life when all of a sudden, boom, somebody says that one line, that zinger that you all of a sudden, your emotions are a roller coaster and you're like, oh my gosh, I have no worth. I'm a terrible person. This is horrible. You've just been hijacked. Yeah. So why do people say things like this? And do you ever catch yourself saying things like that? I totally want to talk about emotional um, manipulation and like, what, like what, what, why do you think how people even do this? I think it's obviously always out of anger or rage or upset. And these are the jabs. Like if you were a boxer and you were in a fight, you throw jabs, you throw a hook, you throw, you know, whatever types of punches. Those are about all I know from Rocky. Um, but (laughs) you throw those punches, um, to hurt someone else. And so it's, it is about hurting, like throwing a punch at somebody to hurt them. And it's, it's always a negative thing always. Yeah. And why would they want a person to even feel negative or feel unworthy? Like, does that make them feel better that worthy? worthy. Like I, 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 I gotcha. I I am, I am better than you and I will show you because you're not as worthy as I am. And I will show you how unworthy you are. Yeah. Yeah. And I also do believe it has a lot to do, lot to do with control. These are people who are trying to control a situation that somebody else is in. Like if you have you know, that person um, who says, gosh, it just makes me so sad that you don't spend more time for me. Like I'm not more important in your life. Like they want you to feel guilty so that you spend more time with them. Like they're really, it would be so much better if they said, Hey, I miss you. Can we spend some time together? Right. Right. Like that'd be such a better way to say it. But for some reason, people don't want to be direct And so they skirt around it and try to control the situation through manipulation. Right. So it doesn't even mean to be in a a fight the way you're like what you just said, we're not even arguing, but I'm going to throw this little punch out and it it feels like a punch to the receiver. Even though you're not in an argument, it still is like a gut punch because it hurts. It does. If we let it. And so that's what, yep. That's what we're going to talk about. Um, we have four ways that we want to share with all of our girlfriends and guy friends, um, (laughs) how to handle this manipulation, hijacking situation. There are four things that you can do intentionally to change this forever in your life for this to never be a problem again. Who doesn't want like what you just said ever, 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 ever take control. And I speak from experience because when I was younger, I was easily manipulated. I wanted everybody to be happy. So if you are someone listening right now who is a people pleaser by nature, that's me. You want everybody to be happy. So as soon as you hear from somebody that they're not happy, you're going to do backflips trying to make sure you can keep them happy. And I was that person for so long and I'm not that person anymore. It's exhausting. It, it's, it yes. is so exhausting because you are putting everybody else in front of yourself. Yep. 
and being a people pleaser. I mean, shoot as a counselor, like that's what I do. I'm trying to help people, but a lot of it is realizing I have to take a backseat and let them help themselves. Yeah. So that's the key of this, of what we're going to talk about. That's where the power is right there. So number one is just realization, awareness, right? Just realize that whatever somebody's trying to do or say, you can allow it, but you also don't have to allow it. You can not allow it. You can disallow it because ultimately you are in control of your thoughts and your feelings and your actions. You get to believe or not believe whatever you choose. And we did look up the word disallow. It actually is a word. I know. We were like, that sounds weird. Is that really a word? (laughs) (laughs) So that's the first thing. You hear somebody say something to you that says like, you know, I can't believe you always put yourself first, right? Somebody throws something out to you like that. Hold that and realize somebody just is telling me right now that I'm selfish. I just want to realize that's being offered to me. And then number two, take control. You get to choose. Do you want to feel selfish? That's your choice. Your thoughts, your feelings, and your actions are all your responsibility. Somebody else's thought or sentence is not truth. It's their thought. It's their sentence. It may feel true to them. Right. But it doesn't mean it's true for the world. And that's number three, pretty much. Like it is it's theirs. You got to let them own it. If that's what they're feeling, it's theirs. It yes. doesn't mean you have to have it. So no. knowing that other people get to do and say what they want to say, you can't change it and you don't have to change it. Yeah. Nor should you. Otherwise that makes you now the manipulator. Cause you're trying to, <laughs> now, right? you're, now you're playing pickleball. You're going back and forth, back and forth. <laughs> you are, you are. And I think that that's really empowering. To let somebody think and believe that I'm selfish and not try to change them and go, I'm not selfish. I am not a selfish person. Let me tell you all the things that I do. I don't (laughs) have to do that. Right. I don't. I'm just going to control myself and just note like this person X believes I'm selfish. I'm not a selfish person. Right. And so they're allowed to think what they want. And I move on. Because I'll tell you what, as you just said that, I was like, I shrugged my shoulders like, okay, if that's, if you think I'm selfish, you know, okay, (laughs) that's yours. (laughs) It is, it is theirs. Because here's the truth. It's so much easier to change ourselves than to ever try to change someone else. Right. It's not our job to change someone else. Just Mm. be true. It won't won't happen most of the time. Right. And they'll revert back to what they want to think. So as soon as you leave and you've tried to justify it, they'll probably, nope, I still think she's selfish. So don't waste your energy. Like your time energy is being wasted on uh, playing the game back. So the fourth step is you can, you get to choose now. Like, do you want to be amused by this? Like, okay, (laughs) they might think I'm selfish, but obviously they don't know me well enough. Or be curious about it. Like, think about it. Like, hmm, I wonder if that's factual. Like, 
Is it the circumstance? Are you really, really a selfish person? That's someone's thought. So you get to choose, is that a fact or not? So be curious and then brush it off. If it's, if it's not a fact, <laughs> let it go. It is not going to serve you. I've actually gotten really good at that part too, Cal. You so have. I have somebody you in my truly life. truly have. <laughs> I have somebody in my life and I will re- leave this person nameless, but you know who I'm talking about. Um, <laughs> and this person has for years really worked hard to manipulate me to do things. And I now can totally laugh about it. And like, I'll even share stories with Kel and be like, okay, listen to this one. This one's pretty good. You know, like that was quite a jab or that was quite a punch, right? Like, Ooh, that guilt was really trying to be poured over me. And I do allow myself to be amused by it because I just know that this is that person's way of trying to get me to do things that sometimes I will, because I, I, I can, or I want to, you want but a lot to. of times I don't. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Good stuff. Good stuff. But well, it, the- you used to let it get to you and you, oh, yeah. it would, it would drive you bonkers and it would upset you or make you angry. And now it's like, oh my gosh, Kel, let me tell you what just happened. <laughs> so I truly do believe you have changed a lot through the years. And I think that that, and I'll be curious if you agree with this, doesn't that reduce the amount of drama in our lives? For sure. For sure it does. Where, well, and just laughing about it is, is letting it go. Like those endorphins of laughter have just helped you versus the stress that it used to cause you. So by doing one, two, or all four of these steps, it, it will let go of so much stress and anger and frustration and just sadness that we have allowed other people to hijack from us. So I love the hijacking comment because you get to change if you choose. It's a choice and we all get to make these choices. So I love this one, Mel. This is a good one. Well, all of our beautiful listeners, if you want less drama in your life and you want more joy and happiness, we want you to follow these four steps. Just realize it's happening. Take control of your own emotions. Allow other people to be who they are and just get curious, maybe even find the laughter in it. That's what we want to leave you with this week. I love it. I love it. I love it. We are um, hoping if you have any questions or thoughts on this, please share with us. Cause we love when you guys, I mean, we're getting some of the DMS on the side of, you know, when we are doing some of these podcasts lately, which we both love because we know we're, we're helping some of our friends out there. So I love this. Um, something else before we leave, I want us to start talking about our weekend getaway, yes. which is still going to be in January of twenty. 23. What the heck? We had to, yeah, we had to postpone it a year, but we still have the space. Yes. They, they didn't refund us basically. So we still are going to use the same space, which we love. So it wasn't anything that we got mad over. So it was like, okay. 
for those six girlfriends who signed up, you get first dibs. You get first right. dibs. If you want to, if you want your, you want to place some money down again and hold your spot, you guys get the first choice. We don't want you to think we're taking that away from you. Yeah. Uh, which again is only going to leave us with maybe two or three spaces available. Yeah. So um, we just wanted to kind of share it in case some people are curious about it or last year they didn't have the money for it, but now we're giving you enough notice that maybe if you start saving now, it could come true. And we would love for you to be a part of that. So we'll start mentioning a little bit more about it, but again, it's right in the beginning of January of 2023, and we will share more information, but until then we will see you on the socials. Thank you so much for joining us today. If you would like to connect with Mel or Kel, be sure to follow them on Instagram at the Mel and Kel show, or you can find them on their website at the Mel and Kel Thanks so much. Have a great day.